can't deny the milk. Oh, we're back. We're back. We're back. Ooh, I'm a little stuffy. Welcome yeah, to Milk Stand Podcast. Stuffy, yo. <laughs> Welcome to Milk Stand Podcast, episode nine. I'm your host, Ace. And Jonathan. And we are here to bring you another episode. Uh, what's good, my boy? What's your updates? Check it. It's, uh, it's grinding, man. Got some things in the works I don't really want to put out there yet mm-hmm. until, you know, things are signed and ready to go. Uh, I just moved. Congrats, congrats. Appreciate you. It's been annoying as fuck, but I'm almost done with that process. So, you know, enjoying life, man. How you been? What's up with you? I've been good, too. I'm actually in the process of also, this is going to be my last year, probably most like, no, not probably. It's going to be my last year in Brooklyn. Um, I'm in the process of making a decision where I'm going to end up, you know, after this. But when it comes, you guys will know. <laughs> Secret uh, squirrel. Yeah. Or like I, I, I try to be. Sometimes, and sometimes, I, I, it's a problem that forms. Sometimes, like I'm, like, I, I usually say nothing, or I say too much. Like I have to find my happy medium. Um, yeah, I am kind of because I like the, I like the, uh, I like when people be surprised or like, say, oh shit, you actually did that, or like, oh that's actually going on. So I, um, yeah, that's that's been pretty. That's that's that. Um, like, oh, let's talk about like with designing. I've been really honing in on that, right. like diving into it. Really, like after basketball, after my college career, but into the 2010, I, I didn't, I couldn't really find like my thing, my niche. Right? Uh, I can't, I can't even tell you at this point in time, like how like I really been surviving. I just been surviving based off just manifest. Just based on manifestation and just saying I'm gonna do something, I just do it. Right. Like you know, some people just like, oh, like I got all my money, or I did I, everything that I'm doing is in entertainment. This, this, like I can. It's a variety of things I've been doing, but especially during this pandemic, I really, like, really got focused into designing and like really honing into my my talent of being a creative consultant. Like everybody comes to me. I I I have clients unknowingly knowing that I have clients and. And I'm like, oh shit! I've been a creative consultant this whole time, right? Instead of just being a label myself as a designer, right? Um, I help people come ideas, curating, uh, helping other people with their businesses, being being part owner in other businesses, but taking the back seat because I've always been a back seat type of dude. And I know a couple of pod- a couple of episodes ago, you asked me, do I want to get recognition? It's not that I want to get recognition. I think it was more so just for me to just really recognize and hone in. The things that I'm doing, like a lot of times we um, underestimate ourselves or devalue ourselves. And I was in the clubhouse the other day, and I was listening to these photographers talk, and they were talking about their numbers and how they react. sometimes when they undercharge. When you undercharge, people think you suck or you're not that good at whatever it is that you do. So I've been coming in more into that. I was like, nah, I'm a creative consultant. Um, I'm a I'm I'm a designer. Yeah. Um, this this sweatshirt I have on. Like, yeah, y'all seen the vision crazy, go crazy. Like every week we dropping vision, sell out. Like that's something I'm behind. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, if you know, you know, kind of shit, right? It's like with the milk stand thing. I've been on a pause with that because I got a collab coming up that I'm very excited about. And I spoke to you about it a little bit. 
um, I got some pr- other private investors in, in getting involved in it because it's more so about like just building brands. Absolutely. Like the money is going to come, all that other shit is going to come, but it's more so about building who you are and being excited who you are. Cause when you're excited who you are, you know who you are. Nothing else, not that nothing else matters, but like you can really be very confident and walk in this life like secure. Stand on your own too. Right. You can stay milky, which stay milky is being true to yourself, right? right. Like everything that I do, like all all revolves in this one circle. Like you with design, you with music, me helping you out with that, and me helping out people with other things. It all comes back into one thing: just me being creative, allowing my creative juices to flow. And um, creative consultant gives you so much more. It's so much broader. It's so much more you can put under the damn umbrella. A designer is just a designer. Like that's mm-hmm. it. I think that makes perfect sense. I think it's actually a great title for you. Um, I've watched you help <laughs> with a lot of shit, a lot of projects. You've helped me with a lot of shit. Um, I think it's a perfect fit for you. Yeah, so that's what I'm like stamping myself as too. Um, yeah, man. Just, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm excited what, what's to come. Like, I, I, I'm gonna keep saying that because I am. I really am. Um, even though, even though it's been, even along, along the way, especially. You be these highs, these lows, you think something's gonna happen, it doesn't happen. But what I've learned in that, especially with like dealing with anxiety, so I used to do I used to be bad with it. But you know, therapy has helped me when it does come on, I had the tools to deal with it. So when something is like overpowering my brain, I'll like focus on something else. And that should be it, it, it's not as easy as it sounds, but like it really it quiets out the other thing. Cause now you're accomplishing this while the other thing is just handling itself. Mm-hmm. So a lot of time we try to uh, fix things that we can't really fix in, the, in that time period, in that moment. Right. It's tricky. <laughs> it's definitely tricky, but um, doable. We get it done, man. Um, so what else, man? Like, I don't know. You looking? You looking kind of? Look kind of jazzy today. You looking milky today. What's up, my boy? You got the yo, man. I I, I told you, bro. Yo, by the way. I, I thought I saw this motherfucker outside of yellow Crocs the other night. I had to give, I had to call him. I was like, "Yo, bro, son had the same hoodie, the same walk, yo, bro. that you had, but like he had like some sweatpants that you normally would wear." And I was like, "Yo, I was like, yo, I know that's not this nigga." And it's walking walking down Linden. It's kind of dark, so I'm like, "Yo, yo, you I know, know you're not wearing yellow Crocs nigga, outside." This nigga my boy. called me like, "Yo, you wearing yellow Crocs?" Like, "Yo, what? Well, you know, Dale ain't wearing no fucking yellow Crocs, man." <laughs> Nah, but crazy shit, I was telling you, bro, like, yo, so I was in my apartment. I just outgrew my apartment. I outgrew my shit, like, mm-hmm. yo, so it was so bad. Yo, my whole apartment filled with sneakers, like, lined up and shit. But the entire, yo, bro, from the kitchen to my room, like, sneakers. Like, I couldn't figure it out. So, uh, and then my clothes was retarded. I gave up after a while. I wasn't even trying to, like, pile pile the clothes in into the ceiling. So I didn't really get to see <laughs> Outfits is that I really want. I was always just buying new shit. I'm going out and buying some new shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Now, like I said, since the move, I got to really like start organizing, start being able to see shit. Like, so it's actually a blessing in disguise, man. I'm, I'm very thankful for that, yo. Like, uh, I'm, 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 I'm happy that you have your own apartment, and I'm happy for a lot of my, like the people that are really close to me, like when they're doing better. For some reason, it's, it may sound crazy, but for some reason I'm like, like, yeah, I'm, gl- I'm glad he's doing it. Like, 
And, and it's not saying like you're my problem or like that's my issue, but it's just like you just want to see people do great. I get it. And when they do it, it's like, all right, cool, bet. I get that it. opens up their mind to do other shit and we can just take yeah. off. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I, uh, I mean, you know, I've been on my own for a while, right? But uh, yeah. like, I feel like it's hard to explain. I've been out the crib for a while, like where I lived in Fort Greene, you know, with whomever. And um, then I came back to Queens. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that was really like, I right, bet. Now I'm really like on my own. I'm not living with nobody else. Like it's just me in this crib. And it was like a starter crib. You know what I'm saying? And um, it was dope for what it was. I'm very thankful. I'm very thankful for my landlord. Uh, but it was just time. It was four years, bro. Yeah, I ain't. It's crazy flies. when you moved to that that spot that you recently just moved from. I didn't even know you was there until like maybe like a year or two. Ago. <laughs> yeah, bro. Different for four years, yo. Time flies. But like I said, it played it played its part. It, it, it I'm really thankful. It really showed me some things. You know what I'm saying? And now it's in a whole nother ball game. It's a whole nother way more expensive. Um it's a whole nother ball game, man. But I'm I'm very thankful, bro. I'm really, really like the spot. So But yeah, man. I was I was hoping that we would have spent twenty twenty one in LA a little bit more. But I guess not. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Guess yo. not. But, yo, talk about them Lakers. <laughs> yo, they got rid of everybody. everybody. Yeah, I don't I don't know if they're better or worse for it. I don't I don't believe that they're better for it, to be honest with you. Um, I think West Matthews, West Matthews is a downgrade. Uh, Marcus Gasol, for those two bigs that they had, is a downgrade. Marcus Gasol, not the same guy. Now, if you look at Marcus Gasol five, six years ago, Maybe two years ago. Maybe, yeah, maybe two, three years ago. Um, he don't move the same. It's not going to be that good of, well, no, he's not a bad one protector, but he's not Javel and he's not the Dwight Howard. You know what I'm saying? But I think he'll be good for the second unit uh, just to initiate an offense. Like, him initiating an offense is big. And it shoots. So, I guess it has its pros and its cons. I don't think it made them better, though. I don't think they're better. They lost A.B. Bradley, those D.G. Like, Rondo's gone. Schroeder, that's Schroeder, pretty good. Yeah. So the consensus, the consensus say that uh, they've gotten better, and sometimes I, I like to, I, and I've only been hearing that, and like your viewpoint is the first time I heard that viewpoint that you don't think they got better, um, but I like Schroeder for them. Me too. Um, but it still doesn't solve the problem of having another point guard. So LeBron will play point guard again, yeah. right? Uh, I see why they picked Marcus Gasol, because Marcus Gasol is more of a, he's a better matchup with Jokic and um, the other dude from the uh, Trailblazers. Uh, Nurkic. Nurkic. Nurkic and, and Jokic. They, the goods. Yeah, like, <laughs> so Marcus Gasol is, is their playing style. So I'm thinking that's what the Lakers are looking at, like, oh, Marcus Gasol plays like them, so let's have a better matchup. Because think about when, when they were playing them, when they were playing uh, Portland and they were playing Denver, they, they didn't play JaVale in the White House. So that's why people are saying that they got better because now you can still play a big who can move his feet, who also plays out on the perimeter. Because JaVale and Dwight can't shoot threes. Yeah, they can't shoot and, threes. And, and, and it, allows, it allows AD to stay at the four. Yeah, I, I it agree. Makes in there. I agree. My thing was, um, I was even talking about this the other day. Like, I don't think he's a better rim protector or I think that they lose rim protection, but I think he's better defensive systematically defensively you know what i'm saying 
Like him, him, his rotating and shit is retarded. Like yeah, he, he actually, he actually, um, another good point. He actually uh blocked the ball better than Ibaka in Toronto. Like that's a, that's an official stat. So yeah. Uh, well, you know, Serge is not the same guy. What the fuck happened to Serge? I don't know what happened to him, bro. Like. They used to damn maybe leading the league in blocks. He's a six eleven two guard. That's a fact. Dunking on niggas. Now you want to fucking everything's a jump shot now. I don't think I have I watched one game and he hits like two or three threes in a row. No. He doesn't even shoot no, he doesn't shoot a well. He doesn't shoot a great. Under 40%, right? <laughs> he doesn't shoot a great, but he's gonna shoot that shit though. Yeah, he just let that bitch fly. Right. He's gonna help the Clippers though. He definitely help the Clippers. In what way? Uh that's so okay. First of all, Zubox not a rim protector. So what the like you know what I'm saying? And you have an offensive threat. So now you got somebody that can stretch the floor. Zubak's not stretching the floor. He's going to get them more space to operate. He's clogging the paint up, especially with how Kawhi works. Kawhi can shoot some threes, yeah, but you know how he works. You know he, where he want to be at. Everything's mid-range. So you get Zubak out, you get Serge to stretch the floor some, they'll have more room to operate. So, I don't know. Mm. I don't know if PG stays there, though. I told you before that I mentioned that man name on this fucking listen, podcast. Bro. <laughs> listen, they gotta figure it out though. Nah, all jokes aside, I be saying, I be joking, I be saying that about PG. Uh, but all, all, like respectfully, um, he he said it himself. He 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 needs to shut up and just play. Like, um, however, it, I don't know what they're gonna do with him. What he needs to do is just just hone in and just be and be that, be the just just be the talent be what? that you are. Be what though. Let me ask you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. But is he a one? Is he a two? Like, because at this point in his career, I don't have him as a number one or a number two option. You fucking, you failed in both spots. Are you a number three option now? You know, he needs to, you know, he needs to be, and there's no disrespect, just be a Jeff Green. Jeff Green? Nah, (laughs) fuck no. Hell no. No, no, no. Because this is is why I say that. Like, take the pressure off yourself. Okay. Jeff Green, if he wants to, he can average like twenty five. That's what I mean. So I'm saying like, I'm not saying I'm not, I'm not saying to like uh, only worry about scoring eighteen points, like five, Brody, fifteen points a game. It's too late. It's too late. You understand that? I'm saying it's too late because yo Jeff Green don't have the legacy PG have, right? Yo Jeff Green is a never led uh, organization. Mm-hmm. You understand? So people have expectations of PG already. You can't be Jeff Green now. You got to be PG. Then you got sneakers and all that. Like, you well, know he's what gonna end up like, into a Rudy Gay then. Okay, 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 okay. That's more. That's more of a. But but that's, but I love Rudy. Like Rudy Gay is like was my favorite player at UConn when he went to Memphis. I was rooting for him, and he didn't pan out. Like Paul George, he panned out. He he got to a certain place, but then he's like, it feels like he's declining. Yeah, I don't understand though. But I don't think he's really declining. I just really think, like, all right, he talked about the mental health issues, stuff like that, like. A mental health issue is real. Is real. Like I'm not knocking it. I have had some and still have a little yeah. uh, that um, that I have to attend to, and it does affect your performance in certain areas in life. Um, but bro, like I, I don't I don't know what it is that he has to do. But as as a basketball fan, bro, just go back to just strapping up and not work. I think worrying. So my thing, so I think what I'm trying to say is when I say be a Jeff Green, is don't worry about being the man too much, and just play the game of basketball. Cause like if you let it come to you and just be as good as you are, which you have the talent, you six seven six eight, you can handle the rock, you can shoot the tray ball, you can you're athletic. 
like just play the game, bro. Be solid, bro. Like, and don't worry about like I'm the man, I'm this, I'm that. I need to be, this, I need to get this many touches. And I understand like that's just a, it's another. I'm not a pro, so I, I don't understand the aspect of like you have to demand that. But it's been backfiring on you. So maybe you just need to just just hone in and play the game. Like it's like a lot of that. I want to be the man. Shit has been backfiring and on the low. That shit been backfiring on Kyrie too. Like nobody don't want to say that shit. Yo, but, Kyrie's a bozo. I can't. I can't. Yo, pop. No bullshit. One of the most talented basketball players I've ever seen in my entire life, offensively. Like not even close. Like what this kid can do. Who? Kyrie. Kyrie. He's ch- PG too, but he's just not a winner, bro. He's not a winner, and he's just out to lunch. <laughs> he's just, and everybody talks about. If he's not, if he's not the alpha, he's upset. He's not a happy camper. But you want to be the alpha? What? Before LeBron got to Cleveland, y'all niggas wasn't even making the playoffs. And when LeBron was the alpha, y'all won. You understand? Like you cannot. You, you're not. You're a number one talent. You're not a number one leader. You're not. He's not a winner, bro. Like this is not. <laughs> like nobody wants to talk about that. Like, but so, not. so, and 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 that goes to my point about Paul George, right? You could be you could be a number one talent, but you don't have to be that number one go to. The fact that allowing someone to be that number one go to or the, the 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 facade of it will allow you to even get your shit off. Like the reason why people like, oh Kyrie's a way better closer than LeBron when he was on Cleveland is because the focus at the end of the day, even though people know LeBron could take the last shot, for some reason he still draws the attention to allow other people to take that last shot. So that's why Kyrie is such a closer because LeBron is closing that attention. Let Kawhi cause that attention, and you can just eat off that shit. That's why I used to love playing with people that were considered better than me. And then when you look up, you're like, oh, shit, Andrew had just as much points as him. Yeah, because, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm being quiet. I'm like, nah, you nah, do your shit. Get double. So when you get double teamed, just know I'm right. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill the weak side. I'm going to murder the weak side. That, that's how I got my shit off. When we was in the zone, when we played against the zone, I used to love playing the short corners. Because... The focus is over there. I know how to cut behind the defense and just score on the weak side. So it's like it's like b- that basketball mentality. Again, I'm getting to coaching shit too, right? It's like that that mentality, but a lot of people don't want to take that role because it doesn't look good or feel good. It's not glorified. But, bro, if you look up at the end of the day, you're going to have 25 points because you did that. Yeah, but that's the thing, right? So nowadays with basketball, more than any other time, bro, it's all about the look. And the touches. Right. So everybody... It, even that, yo, it's fucked up because I often um, put basketball and music in the same breath now because your kids is getting D1 looks off of social media. And they never even saw this kid, but he caught a dunk or he did some crazy shit where they went viral, right? So everything has to look good now because everything's being filmed. <laughs> they're just putting everything out. They just don't want to do the dirty work no more. So when you find a kid that's doing dirty work, it's like, oh shit, like, I don't know if you know the kid Michi, Michi Johnson, I believe his last name is. He got <laughs> nigga hairline is like back here. He won't cut his he won't cut his hair off at all. Like. Oh, I know you're telling me he'd be playing defense? Yeah, he could be on the floor crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like. Um, what's his name was killing him, but for some reason, like he went viral because he locked him up. I forgot who was who, who he was guarding and like, he ripped him and right. that yeah, that but that's why he's, they love him, because he's a dog. And we don't have too many of those no more. Mm-hmm. Like, even if niggas is dogs nowadays, it's like it's they still cool. Everything is still like you know what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. yo, you gotta think about how many dogs did we had back in the day. Niggas had we had dogs. Everybody was a dog. What niggas that was willing to eat wood. Niggas, pause. 
Niggas want to take charges, all that. Like, you know what I'm saying? They don't have that anymore. Everything's pretty. Everything's cool. Social media, like spiral, like different time. Different. Yeah, it was a total different time. And the funny thing is, like, so Coach Lord used to always say to me, like, he's like, yo, you playing in, and you playing in a different era because I was way more of a dog than the dogs of our era. Like, like I, like I used. To, I used to hurt niggas in practice because they played too soft. Like, <laughs> like I got I remember I got yelled at because I was playing too hard in practice. I was like, yo, and I just sat down. I'm like, I'm not playing there. I'm not practicing. I'm not. Like, e- e- even in college, they used to, they used to call me. They used to say, had the AI rule. I like, play too hard. And coach was like, now nah, we have a game tomorrow. Just, just don't practice today. Like, I, <laughs> that's crazy. I, I kid you not. That's crazy. <laughs> like, I, I played so hard. Like, they, they used to give me practice results. Like, so all this flair shit now, like if I had a mixture of that and this, well, obviously we all could say that, right? We all could say, yeah. I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to compare errors because it's not, it's not, it's not fair in any conversation, but like, <sighs> but just, but just, just doing that and being like that, just like, I used to get, I used to get motherfuckers so mad, man. So mad. You don't want to compare errors, but I do. And let me tell you something. Our error would have did this error disgusting. With we- social media? No, just in general, like uh-huh. match up us versus them be bad. Only thing is they have only thing they have over us is they have way more athleticism. Athleticism, but we we have so much more basketball know how. Because like another thing too, I be talking to a lot of trainers, right? They like a lot of these kids, like they have trainers, but they don't know how to implement the moves. <laughs> like they they doing these moves in training, and it looks good on YouTube to be working out with a trainer. But a lot of these coaches that I speak to too, and and you and you ref too, so you know, like, like they be doing the moves at the wrong time. Like I'll go to games of like, why do you do that move? But they're like the train. You know what I'm saying like it's just like in their brain. I do want to. I say this one thing though. It's a lot more bad shot makers though. A, thousand a lot of a lot a lot of good bad shot makers. Who changed now. that? Huh? Who who uh who started that? Who changed that? Who started it? I, I, it's hard to say who started because some people are doing it so now. But I, I won't, I'll give a list of names who, who does it. James Harden, even Curry. I think he started. I think he changed the game. James Harden? No, Steph. Steph. Steph changed the game. Now it's it. The whole game. And that's why when people be talking about greats and shit, I always be like, yo, how did they transcend the game? Mm-hmm. If you if you didn't transcend the game, you, I can't put you in that top five, top ten conversation. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? But that nigga changed basketball. Like, the way the game is played right now, is because of Steph Curry. He's just shooting 30, 40. <laughs> you just think, you know what I'm saying? Three balls are super important. Change the whole league. Now everybody got to get shooters. Like, you know what I'm saying? Him and the Warriors, but him mostly. Um, it's, it's, it's really him. And then and Clay Thompson just happens to be like a fucking Ray Allen on steroids. That's a sad story, too. But definitely Ray Oh, Allen he got hurt story. again. Yeah, that, 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 sad that, that was story, tough, man. sad. Really sad. And that, that you know, he wasn't even like the injury-prone guy before this, like. There was seasons he was playing every game. <laughs> like, and these two big injuries, like, it's crazy. It's crazy, bro. So that's why they're saying James Harden may go to the... Yeah. But how, how, how is that going to happen? This is usually not a basketball podcast, ladies and gentlemen, but, like, at the end of the day, you, we are two former basketball players. <laughs> like, yeah. so bear with us if, if you're here for uh, the other talk, because we're going to give it to you all. I told you that before. We're going to give it to you all. Just wanted to say that. Just want to put that out there. But, um... But yeah, James Harden to the Warriors. Well, it's a possibility. It's a possibility. 
Yeah, but uh, Golden State got the most to offer. Capital? They got the most to offer, so. I don't know, bro. Uh, if, if I'm Brooklyn, if I'm Houston, I'm not taking that. I'm going to go with Brooklyn's package. Because they're packaging. Yeah, Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie, the goods. Uh, Karis LeVert, the goods. Who else? Is it Joe Harris? Jared Allen. Jared Allen, dude. who I like. I like that kid. Uh, that's a good package. And like a draft pick or two. Like Warriors offering Andrew Wiggins, like, all right, whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like a couple other pieces. But, you know, Kelly Uber is over there. If they had Kelly Uber is oh, Golden yeah. State. Yeah. Say so they got, like, if they had Kelly Oubre, Clay when he comes back, James Harden, Steph, that's crazy. And the James Wiseman kid now, who I like too, that's crazy. I can't see them. Oh, and Draymond, who I, yo, I can't stand Draymond Green, by the way. I can't, bro. Like, he's like, uh, the reason why I can't stand him because he's very, very, very resourceful. Very resourceful. He also fake changed the game a little bit too. Not even to mention it. Nobody's ever going to talk about that. But for the undersized, like little power forwards or whatever he is, or hybrid. Did he really change the game? I think that he made a dent. I think he made a dent and changed a little because bit. Because if you think about it, Charles Barkley was that. Yeah. And better. And better. I, I, I hate to use that comparison because they be having this and feud better. or whatever. But. All right. So, so, okay. So let me not say change the game. Let me not say that. Okay. Charles Barkley changed the game, right? But uh, I think he came and like re, re like what's the word? Like because yeah, so we can't say Charles Barkley changed the game because nobody really followed him. Like it wasn't like a bunch of exactly. a bunch of small forwards coming. So we can't say change the game. Right. But playing that small size forward position, yeah. he he wasn't the first to do it. But however, the trend began. Yeah, it's a little more trendier. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why I say he came and like re solidified it. Um, because you had like the Valentine kid from Michigan State. Uh went to the wrong. He should never went to the Bulls. It was a bad landing spot for him. Wait. What Valentine? Denzel Valentine. Light skin do that shoot? Yeah. I don't think that guy's good. Nah, he, that nigga, I like him. He's like a utility knife, like does everything, bro. Wait, we may be talking about the wrong person. He's like, you're literally a little Draymond clone, bro. Just better offensively. Yeah, we're talking, talking about the wrong person. I'm thinking about, there's another light-skinned dude that went to the Bulls. I know he did with shoot threes. And I remember he went to the Drew League and he got cooked so bad. <laughs> what? And it's on YouTube. And then, It might be him, who knows? He has like curly hair, like, like curly hair texture. I don't know. I, I gotta oh, get we'll my name right. We're gonna, we're gonna we gotta check, check it out. Because if it's him, if it's who I think it is, son of the Julie washed him. Not only did he wash him, a few NBA players were on the sideline. It's like, this is who y'all letting in the league? Yo, it was bad, bro. It No, like, it was bad. Oh, no, nah, I got to check it out. It was what bad. You mean, like? It was bad. He was like, yo, this is who y'all letting in the league? If anybody says to me and I'm in the league, I want to fight. <laughs> Like, like, or we play each other, I'm getting three favorite fouls. Fucking talking about. He was trying, right? And he was like, he was losing the ball. It was bad. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you the jump. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you. But yeah, man, the league is crazy. I like, um, I like DG in Philly. I like it. Um, the East is so wide open. 
Ace is somebody. I'm not scared of Brooklyn. That's not. I don't think that works out. Yeah, I'm not scared of Brooklyn because of Kyrie. <laughs> yes, I'm mean, just don't do that. And but, but neither one of them. Durant, like Durant himself could eat through the East. Put it that way. Right, but problem is, like we just said, like Kyrie is not. You shining too much, you're gonna be big mad. Like, but then they, they say they man though. They that's bros. what I was about to say. And hopefully it, it works out a little better because they're friends. But they're not. They're not leaders. Neither one of them aren't leaders. Yo, wherever KD is, yes, that is the, the most skilled player I've ever saw in my life. I think he's the most skilled, God-given talent I've ever saw. Like, number one for me. Um, but he's not a leader. Every team that he goes to has a leader. He's just a killer, right? Same with Kyrie. Westbrook is too much of an alpha, so that's why that didn't work. Steph is like right in the, you know what I'm saying? That was a perfect medium for him. And Steve Kerr is a good ego manager. But Steve Nash, first-year coach. Uh, we can't knock him back because Steve Kerr won his championship first year. Oh, yeah. But nigga, that was already telling me. Like, that was telling me. This shit, this next shit, it's kind of also telling me. But, but yeah, but, but, but to your point, you're right. Telling me because Mark Jackson Absolutely. put in the work before. 100%. So, yeah, okay. that, shit, that shit just landed in his lap. And they were just that talented. They already had a culture in place. I think... The firing of um, Atkinson was one of the worst firings I've seen in a long time. The other because was, they didn't have anybody <laughs> making he, the playoffs, he, yeah. the culture. Like, I'm like, yo, why would you ever get rid of this guy? I did not understand that, bro. So it's kind of fake still. Like a, it's because fake. They, wanted, they wanted to put a face in the name next to Kyrie. I think Steve Nash is going to be a pretty good coach. I mean, yeah. but I just don't. First, them two big egos. And he got, what's his name to help him? Who? D'Antoni's there. Okay. I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not a fan of him. Yeah, but, but nigga, <laughs> them scores? Oh, yeah, 100%. 140 to 123, like. But for him to come in for, with these two big egos his first year, that's a tough task, yo. It's a total task. <laughs> and I, I don't know, kid. Like. But um, yeah, the DG move, I like. Hopefully, Doc Rivers could come and manage those egos. Um, but you got to think about, think about that five, how lengthy they are. Like, So it'll probably be DG. The uh, Thibault kid, who I really, really like, Tobias Harris, Joel, and Ben. That's wild lane. The niggas can be great defensively if they actually lock in. But Doc got to come in and preach that shit. Yeah, I, I don't know how Ben Simmons' career is going to pan out. I'm not a big fan, but now they got some shooters around them. You know what I'm saying? Um, like I said, a, a culture, yo, Doc Rivers got to come in and create a culture because Brett Brown never did. Man, he was fucking bad. That's, that's the problem with a lot of these NBA uh, teams, period. Because it's and, and think about it as a businessman, right? Or even a, a general manager because you have to kind of think business. It's kind of hard to preach basketball culture, how like it's easy to do in the collegiate and the high school level, right? And then on top of that, it's all about money or like you're not putting butts in the seat and you're not doing this. So it's like... So it, it gets tough. Like like some teams really do a good job of it, and other teams just can't. They can't find that happy medium. Yeah. And and that and, and that's the problem. And that's why and that's why certain teams are always gonna be winning. Like win. That's why the Lakers will always win. Uh. That's why the Warriors are winning now, because of culture. Um, Miami Heat, even with the team that they had, I don't care with injuries, this and that. Like, they they stuck together and they got far, bro. Like. Like at the end of the day, like uh, Eric Spoelstra has been the coach there when they're good or bad, even when their lowest team, they still somehow make the playoffs or like they're two, three games away from making the playoffs. So it's it's about 
It's about culture. Anything of anything that succeeds in life is about culture, tribe shit, right? Where it's like again, like I was talking at the beginning of the podcast, like just happy that my fellow brethren is like doing like, even though like you've been on your own, but it's like now you got an apartment. It's like and not an apartment is in a, a a dope neighborhood. So it's like we all doing something good. Like so right. again with the basketball culture and I mean, that's why the Knicks always fucking suck. <laughs> culture. I don't terrible, care bro. about you Knicks fans, you crying, you, you don't understand. I don't have no fucking culture. At all. Y'all will never have culture. Until you have culture, you're never gonna fucking win. Right? And and that's just the point. And that's and that's and that just and that's just overall anybody's aspect of life. Like if you don't have culture with the with the group of people that you that you that you're dealing with, you're not gonna be a winner. At and if all. if one person is winning doesn't make all the out winners. No, like you not you can't piggyback off one person's success. Like we all have to blend. Like teams have to blend. They have to be good. Like, and that's and that's why again, certain teams are gonna continue to win. Right. I just don't like the Knicks confuse me, man. Like the uh, the moves they make. Yeah, if you talk about creating culture, like, but like you said, people don't think like that per se, right? So, if you want to create a culture, you know a culture is gonna come and be created if you hire like a Thibs. You know Thibodeau is going to come in. You know, I don't give a fuck who's out here. Like, we're going to play hard. This is what we're going to do. We're going to strap up. Like, that's where it starts. But even if it doesn't work at first, eventually you're going to get the pieces where it starts working. Mm-hmm. But you know that you're coming to work to do a job, bro. Like, figure he might OD sometimes. He might run niggas into the ground. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. You know, just start with a change, though. Like, But that also gave us a Jimmy Butler. 100% of fucking three next dogs, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, and that's that's where I don't really understand. I think he kind of ruined Derrick Rose's career. Or, you think, oh, you think so? Yeah, he, over, he overran him. He overran him, running him into the fucking ground. Like, and it wasn't even like, you got to think about that. Think about all those pieces. Besides, like, Jimmy Butler, most of them was hurt. Like, Joe Kim was ran down. <laughs> Derrick Rose was ran down. Like, niggas was run down, bro. Mm. That's, a, that's, a, that's something I didn't really consider. Yeah. But you know what you're going to get? Yeah. Well, you know what I didn't expect? Megan is starting to have a good album. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> How much time we got left? How much time we got left? Uh, <laughs> we, we got some time. <laughs> we uh, got at least like we have, we have, we have a few minutes. <laughs> you gotta, uh, yo, you know, you know, it's so funny. I was gonna bring this. I was like, yo, I know this motherfucker. He he, not gonna have the same view that I have, and that's why it's gonna be such a good conversation. So, off rip, I didn't listen. Off rip, we we know, and I'm gonna say it again. I didn't listen to Tori's album. I didn't. I don't know who's who, but at the end of the day, I defaulted to protecting the black woman. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> that was definitely by default. Yeah, right. I defaulted by protecting the black woman because, like, at the end of the day, sometimes we just got to jump off the roof and just pick a side. And I did. I was trying not to, but, like... That shit was, like, subconscious. The, you subconsciously did that shit. Like. Yeah, like, the, the, like <laughs> the nigga was... He started to say Matt off the wall shit on social media. So I was like, all right, cool. Right, at the end of the day, whatever, right? But put it this way: we ain't gonna talk about we ain't gonna talk about that. We talk about that. Right. However, I want to get to the jokes. <laughs> Did you listen to the album? Partner? I listened to some of it. <laughs> All right. So I know you heard the first track. Absolutely. 
Nigga, come on, bro. You didn't get a laugh out of that I shit? Did, I didn't. She went in. Okay, thank she you. That's all I wanted to hear. Yo, I was like, she oh, oh, okay. Nah, After a while, out. I stopped listening to it like it was Megan Thee Stallion. I'm like, oh, she, I'm like, oh, shit, she really can rap. No, she can rap. But I never really, like, I'm not gonna lie, I never really gave it a chance. Like nah, that. She, buddy, she can rap rap. But this My year, issue, like, yo, with her, I'm so fucking tired of the cool mode D 90s rap flow. Like, bitch, give me something else. Like, give me, give me a different flow. Like, I can't. So if you think that about her, how do you feel about the baby? I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan of his. I was at first. He, he's a good songwriter. Yeah. But did we get the same? I need, I need some kind of switch up, bro. I need some kind of switch up. I need that. Okay. But uh, yeah, she got the same flow. But she, she has some good records on the album. She has some good records on this yeah, album. She has some, yeah, she has some good records. I was like, oh, if, shit. Uh, one out of ten. I mean, whatever. One to ten, what you rate an album? Whatever her album? Yeah. Damn, you doing a great album. I'm a harsh, I'm a harsh, uh, I have a, I have a certain type of music that I listen to, so I'm not going to rate this as high as somebody that listens to rap rap. So I do seven, five, eight. Yeah. Okay. Like, so it's just like, I started listening to this dude from, um, LA, like eight, they sent this to me. I don't even got it on this phone. Thing, thing, thing. Larry June. The rapper? Yeah. He sound he reminds me of Dom Kennedy. He sound like Dom Kennedy's on his album. Mm. Fire, bro. I like Dom Kennedy. Like I, I like you put I like, me on a Dom Kennedy. Yeah, like because I, I fuck I was fucking with all that LA rap music before before Nipsey got big, before Dom Kennedy got big, before YG got big. Like I was fucking with them. I remember. Yeah, like I, I remember. Yeah, that's another thing too. I be putting a lot of things onto music. I tell this story all the time, but like yo, I'll never forget. I try to put Tiny and uh Tiny Trap and uh a nigga Marv onto uh Wiz Khalifa. Cushion orange juice. Cushion orange juice. Yo, yo, I played that shit. I'm like, yo, this shit hard, right? Because first of all, I thought he was from Cali, because he sounded like he was from LA. And then I couldn't find he's from Pittsburgh. And he was like, man, turn this shit the fuck off. <laughs> nigga. Two months went by. I got in one of the niggas' car. Niggas was bumping that shit. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. But yeah. Yo, dope. Yo. I, I love I lo- keep you knowing my music. My I already, that's a fact. <laughs> yo, bro, no bullshit. You got it. What year was that? What fucking year is it? I think oh, maybe oh nine. Nah, it, 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 I don't know. Yo, bro, we played the shit. Yo, we played that shit to the ground, right? So that and the Wale joint. Those, yo, two. More, my, uh, I'm mixing about nothing. Mixing about, mix about nothing, bro. Like son. Yo, that was that. that those we played that shit to the ground too, though. We was wilding on that. Wilding on that shit. Those is definitely in like my top five, top ten mixtapes, like ever, like definitely. I would just say my top, my top ten, uh, accumulation of music, like a, a like something that was put together, like hands down. Like I can go back and listen to them. Just that's a fact. Right now, damn, Christian Orange, that was a moment, bro. Yo, in the clubhouse, they had a conversation. They had a clubhouse surrounded that shit. What? Yeah, Christian Orange. It was called Christian Orange Juice because like, I guess the main producer on it. He's like a big time producer now. I, I I didn't follow him. I don't know his name like that. But like the joints that he was naming, he was like, "Oh, he did that, he did that." Like that's what I love about producers. Like producers really be doing, like they be working, bro. And then we would never know. Never know. And they get the bigger bag. Yeah. <laughs> they get the bag. Uh, so I, I, I compliment them, but yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Fucking cushion on juice, bro. Um, I thought. Remember, <laughs> that was around the time when we was trying to start the whole Eminence thing too, and right. I was rapping. Hell I was yeah. rapping over. I was rapping Hell over some yeah. of them beats too. I remember that shit, bro. yo. That's I thought crazy, I was, you remember John called me Ace Cuddy? Ace Cuddy. <laughs> I thought I was Ace Cuddy. 
Yo, cause you definitely had that cutty, the cutty feel. Like, I'm in this in the house. Whoa. <laughs> Damn, bro. Yo, we was in Fence this year. Shout out to Fence. We was in Fence this year, so heavy. Word. Son, I never forget, son. Like, I really, I, the first verse I ever really recorded was at Fence's joint was on your project. Uh, um, Atonement. Atonement. Yo, <laughs> I'm gonna listen to that shit today. I'm, yo. We Playing in bad seeds. I think I, I think I remember my verse. You bodied that shit though. Nah, I did. I, 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 yo, bro. <laughs> nah, I did. Nah, I did. Cause, yo, bro. At the end of the day, yo. Fuck that. I'm about to drop a project. I'm about to, I'm about to drop four songs. Think Y'all heard it. it. Fucking do it. I've been working. I've been. I, I, my creative, like I said, my creative just been flowing. Fucking do it. I'm about yeah. to drop four songs. What you mean? Y'all gonna hear? Yo, I'm telling you, I'm good, bro. Do that. Shit. I'm not gonna lie. I'm pretty good. Do it. Like. If it wasn't for me, no, I mean, let me start. <laughs> no, but dead ass though, I started rapping in high school. Um, me and T.Y. started rapping at the same time. Mm. I stopped because nigga, I'm a basketball player. Fuck that shit. Like, I, I, I stayed with basketball. Like T.Y., you know, T.Y. stayed with the rap shit. But I always had the, always had the music gene. My mom was big into that music shit. Right. And so I've I always had it. Like, I, I couldn't. I can touch on that shit. I feel that shit. Like my brother's heavy into he plays the bass. He he was in your band. Mm-hmm. Um, me, I was always behind the scenes. I picked beats for people. Like I executive produce projects. Again, with the whole creative consultant shit, being being the creative behind certain shit. So it was like, man, um, I, just, I just love all this shit. Um, yeah, you been you definitely you body diverse, and uh, you got some other records that you was working on that was fucking dope. Like, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I listened back to one. Remember that one project we was working on? I listened back to that shit. I'm like, yo, a lot of this shit was trash, but at the same time, the reason why I was trash is because I was trying too hard. I noticed like the records that I, that I felt that were good and I felt comfortable playing for people. Like I was in, I was, I was myself and I was able to like pick the proper production. Yeah. And I think that's, that's, that's what I'm gonna do. Do that shit. Um, yo. Did you watch the verses? <laughs> we ain't got enough time for that, but yo. Jeezy, yo. I think I texted you. Did I text you that Jeezy disrespectful? Why? Bro, he, nigga, he gonna say, go, 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 bury, go dig him up? Oh, you talking about Gucci? You said I mean, Gucci? Yo, I mean, bro. Gucci, my bad, I Bro, bro, that nigga's OD. He knew he was gonna lose that versus. He literally came there just to be disrespectful. That's it. But, but, I'm, yo. I had this conversation with a lot of people. Niggas like, yo, he need to grow up. I said, grow up. Who needs to grow? Gucci. I said, grow up? I need to try to kill him. That shit don't expire. Like, it doesn't expire. And you be, they never had a conversation about it. Now I'm gonna come up here and be disrespectful in your face. Like, you shit me? Grow up. Grow up? Nah, you grow up, bro. That shit don't expire. Now, Jeezy wanna be kumbaya. Like, nah, bro, you should have thought about that shit 15 years ago. Like, because if shit went left, I wouldn't be here on this stage right now. You understand what I'm saying? Like, if, or if, if, if Gucci didn't think fast enough. You understand? Like, I don't, I don't have yeah. to, I don't have to forgive you. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying he should have been disrespectful or it's okay to be disrespectful. But, but, but also what Jeezy also said too, was like, yo, a lot of, a lot of shit in hip hop, like, like a lot of that shit is just, over, like, it's out of control. Like, that King Von shit was crazy. Crazy, bro. Like, and I like that kid, yo. Yo, like, I dude, like that kid. Like, it's, it's like, I asked Richie this question, right? I said, yo, bro, because after I saw that shit, I thought of him because like he's one of our friends that's like ready to snap any minute. Like, like he's with he's with the shit. And I said, yo, bro, 
I said, you don't be second guessing before you're about to snap on somebody like some bullshit like that would happen. No. He was like, yo, he's at the end of the day, I kind of do, but in, but in that moment, like I'm a man first. I got to protect myself. And I, and I, and I kind of felt him when he said that shit. Because like, yeah, in the moment, you're really not thinking about, like when you fight someone, you're not thinking somebody going to pull out the hammer and clap. Yeah. You. So it was like, but at the same time, like some, like some altercation, sometimes you got to assess the situation, but like, I'm off it. Like, I'm off it. Like, you got it. You got it. Yeah. And that's making so that's, you the bigger person. Yeah. So that's why I kind of felt what Gigi was saying. Like, yo, all this shit is. Absolutely. Like, but at, at, at the end of the day, because it's still allegedly that he sent niggas to kill him. Allegedly. Because if that was the case, he could be charged for attempted murder. Right. But, right. And, then, and I, I got that part. Now, look, I respected what he said. But like I said, bro, you didn't think about that then. If, yeah. if it didn't go down that way, it could have, you know what I'm saying? So I, I, I got it. But whatever, man. It was it was it was a legendary night for hip hop. Yeah, I didn't I didn't watch the whole thing, but I I I like I was I was logging in on, on and off to watch some of it. Nah, I, I yo. I, but GZ got GZ got too many big songs. Gucci don't have big songs. Like, Gucci has a lot of like underground hood shit, maybe Absolutely. some features or whatever. Right. But it's Gucci's for Atlanta, Jeezy's for the world. Like yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Like, Jeezy's like, more. He's more. Absolutely, absolutely, he's absolutely a bigger artist. But he got bullied all over the fucking stage that night, yo. And nobody went to have that conversation either. That nigga was dead nervous. I did watch the end when, <laughs> when everybody left. Why did Gucci have like? I see like a hundred motherfuckers walk past right. the screen. No bullshit. Yo, nah. Oh yeah, everybody in there. And yo, I think Gigi wouldn't even look over there, boy. That's all right. You scared? You stuttering early? That's all you scared. Oh, I heard. I heard somebody. I saw somebody tweet it. Nigga, uh, Gucci guy, Gigi stuttering. No, he's stuck. He was dead nervous. He wouldn't even look over there. He talking to the nigga like this. Like yeah. So you wanna? I'm like nah, bro. But you know, that's a big for hip hop, man. I'm glad they yeah. got past that. Yeah, man. Hip hop is growing up. Hip hop is growing up. We've also never saw this amount of. Rappers in their prime being murdered, either. So, yeah, um, like, so that's it's, it, 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 it's because again, everything is um escalated, elevated. Yeah, uh, social media, more more eyes on a lot of shit, right? Because like, it's, it's, so it's so much evolution going on right now, bro. Yeah, and so much and so much of life. We have the nigga Hove is 50, bro, and he's still considered the illest and best rappers alive, like. He's he's really since hip hop. If, if you think about like rock and roll, right? Rock and roll, like the artists in rock and roll be performing to like the fifties and sixties, and they still be lit. Hove is the be that whole generation is still that. I was gonna ask you, what do you think the difference is? Why do you think that never happens? Do you think that there's whatever I'm asking? Is there less loyalty in our community in our culture? Hundred percent. Less loyalty, and and again, we, we focus on one of the. It, it goes it's, it's deeper than what's happening now. It's what's happened prior, so whereas like, we always had to fend, the well, the the systemic racism made us feel like there wasn't enough. But like, how I always end the podcast, right? There's enough for everybody, and. Not enough of us as a whole, as a collective, because like just pockets of us, right? Like for instance, like you and I and I and I try, right? We know it's enough for all of us. Like if it's, if I need it, I can come to you, vice versa. But there's a lot of groups that don't know that. That's why we always killing each other for the for the next spot up. 
it's just physically, mentally, verbally, whatever the case may be, because we don't think or believe is enough. It happens in white culture, but more so, we see it more in our culture. Absolutely. Because other cultures are, are, are thriving. Absolutely. Why? Because they're, it's a, they know it's enough for everybody. Our culture doesn't, as a whole, doesn't thrive because we're so worried about, damn, we're poor, we're broke. I, I ain't shit, I ain't never gonna be shit. Nah, you got that, I'm taking that from you. Instead of working together, let's build it together type shit. So. I agree. I agree. I also think that um, pride, you have a lot of pride, right? So, yeah, you'd be seeing these white people at concerts, they're crying, <laughs> grown men, shit like, you don't really see that black people. Like, we just like, <laughs> you know, like, you yeah. Right, like, so I think that's, um, that's a difference too. Yeah. Well, brother, again, it's enough for everybody. And when you milk, you milk. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching Milk Stand Podcast. Peace.